welcome to watch therefore, or watching for our King, our great Savior, Messiah Yeshua. He promised His people that He was going to prepare a place for us and that He would come and take us to that place. He also said, watch therefore and be ready. You don't know the hour or the day, the coming of the Son of Man. Dove Schwartz here at the Sea of Galilee, watching for our great King and praying that you, wherever you are, are watching for Him as well. I have an, an important teaching from uh, the book of 2 Timothy. First, as is our custom, let's have a word of prayer. Oh, Father in heaven, thank you in Messiah Jesus' name for your powerful word. Thank you that it works effectively in us. Thank you for saving us. And if there's anyone watching who's not yet forgiven uh, for their sins by receiving Jesus as Lord, oh, Father, please work in their hearts today. Please bless our program, the teaching and hearing of the word today, Father, that we might watch therefore and be ready. Thank you, Messiah Yeshua. Amen. Amen. Well, the book of 2 Timothy is so important. I don't hear it taught a lot today, uh, but I want to tell you something. Paul was getting ready to go be with the Lord. This is his final time in prison and under persecution, and he knows that this time is it he's going to be with the Lord. And he's got this faithful, spiritual son uh, in the faith, Timothy, and he's pouring these last thoughts and concepts and instructions into this faithful servant because Timothy is going to be one of the people who carries on the legacy of the gospel and discipleship in Messiah Jesus. It's such a powerful book of the Bible, and it will help you in areas that we're going to discuss today. Now, uh, we've gone up to verse 12. We're going to begin in 13, but I want to start with verse 12 for a little reminder and then move forward from there. Here we go. Uh, for this reason, I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed and am persuaded that he is able to keep what I have committed to him until that day. Now, Paul knows the reason he's suffering. It's not because he's done anything wrong. It's because he's doing things that are right. He's abiding in Messiah Jesus, right? And he's not ashamed of his imprisonment because he knows that no servant is greater than his master. And our Lord Jesus said, if they hated me, which they did, certainly, they'll hate you. So Paul is in prison for righteousness sake, for serving Jesus the Lord. And, and, and there's a passage he, he's spoken that we need to remember today in Romans 1.16, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God for salvation for everyone who believes, to the Jew first and then to the Gentiles. Right, And so Paul, his calling is to go to the, with the gospel to the Gentiles, to the nations. And that's how he's wound up in jail and he's in so much, prison, uh, so much trouble. But he's, he said that uh, he trusts the Lord to keep what Paul had committed to the Lord until that day when he stands before the Lord. That's what he means, that day. He has committed his life to the service of the king. Have you? Have you? I have. That's, that's my life. Messiah is my life. And like it says in Colossians 3, and when Christ who is your life appears, you will appear with him also in glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So that day is coming. I talked about it in our last program, that day where we will, we will um, be judged not for innocence or guilt, that we are at this judgment is a good start because it's only for believers who have been forgiven for their sins. No, no, no. This is for believers, but it's to, to um, scrutinize our stewardship. Were we faithful with what we had been given uh, in this life? And, and, and that is a, a, an important reminder. We all should, should remember that we're going to stand before the Lord one day. And, and we're going to give an account for our stewardship 
It's going to be a very serious day. We want to get ready. And the Lord will help us get ready as we cooperate with his grace and mercy working in us. So uh, Paul goes on in verse 13 to tell Timothy, Hold fast the pattern of sound words which you have heard from me in faith and love which are in Christ Jesus. So we're to hold on to the word of God. One of the themes you see in 2 Timothy is doctrine, sound teaching about the Lord, which is under attack oftentimes in the body of Christ. No, 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 put down your doctrines. You don't need, we should all just come together. Listen, the Antichrist, the spirit of Antichrist today and the person of Antichrist later is going to gather the world together in unity without Jesus Christ. And so we need to gather together in unity in the body around sound teaching about Jesus the Lord. Hallelujah. He tells Timothy, hold fast. It's the opposite of don't care. It's hold fast to the word of God. The pattern of sound words. You know, when you pattern something, you say, okay, I want to make something that is just like this pattern. Well, what is the pattern? The pattern is Messiah Jesus. The pattern is the word of God, right? So if you want a life that looks like the Word of God says, and you want a life that is being conformed into the image of Messiah Jesus, what do you need? The pattern of sound words. Hallelujah. And he he tells Timothy that. And and he, he had heard them from Paul. He watched Paul walk out his faith and love which are in Messiah Jesus. So he has a reliable person to teach him the Word of God. And we need that as well. Amen. We should have people discipling us and we should be discipling others uh, in faith and love in Messiah Jesus with the sound words of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He continues, that good thing which was committed to you, keep by the Holy Spirit who dwells in us. What is the good thing that was committed to Timothy and is also committed to you if you're a believer in Messiah Jesus? What is that good thing? It's our gospel identity, our gospel calling, The gospel works of grace we're all to be doing, which will take us to the judgment seat of Messiah to receive our gospel destiny, our rewards and position that we have in the Lord. Now, if you want to look more into that, you can go to 1 Corinthians 3 and 2 Corinthians 5, and I'm going to talk more about it, Lord willing, before the end of this program, our destiny, okay? So he says to keep uh, that good thing, the things I just spoke about, by the Holy Spirit who dwells in us. We have a comforter. We have a helper. Hallelujah. The Spirit of the living God dwells in us. Yes, constantly pointing us to Messiah Jesus. The Lord said that he would send a helper, right? That would help us and remind us of the things Messiah Jesus says and does, right? And to our Father in heaven. He, he, he keeps us uh, walking in favor with the Lord and in the grace and mercy of the Lord. Hallelujah. He keeps us on that narrow path. He helps us. He's a helper, the Holy Spirit. He helps keep us on that narrow path that leads to life, and He dwells in us. Messiah Jesus abides in us so we can abide in Him, in the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Verse 15, this you know that all those in Asia have turned away from me, Paul says, among whom are Phygelus and Hermogenes. Wow. See, the thing is, is uh, there's this wonderful old gospel spiritual song Right? And in it, it says, Though none go with me, still I will follow. Though none go with me, still I will follow. Though none go with me, still I will follow. No turning back, no turning back. They turned away from Paul, right? Because of his trouble. We should, we should be praying for those who are in trouble for the gospel. 
And, and you never know when you might be one, right? You never know. So uh, we, we need to pray for and care about and consider those who are hurting and in bonds for the gospel. There are wonderful ministries that we even partner with at different times who are dedicated to helping those being persecuted for the gospel. Verse 16 uh, and onward, The Lord grant mercy to the household of Onesiphorus, for he often refreshed me and was not ashamed of my chain. But when he arrived in Rome, he sought me out very zealously and found me. Think of this. Uh, I said in the last program, to be close to Paul could mean that you would wind up close to Paul in jail for the gospel, right? But, but Onesiphorus, no, he risked life and limb to go, to go find Paul and, and, and look at the great blessing that comes back from that, beginning in verse 18. The Lord grant to him that he may find mercy from the Lord in that day. And you know very well how many ways he ministered to me at Ephesus. Now, Onesiphorus, he said, no, I'm going to hang with Paul because it's worth it to be close to someone that's that close to Messiah Jesus. And he knew he had been called to do that. He had been called to minister to Paul and to, uh, to, to draw near to him in this time of great trouble. Listen, I want to tell you something. In a day where fear is striking the hearts of so many, even believers. We need to remember this. The wicked flee when no one's pursuing, but the righteous are as bold as a lion. There's nothing as powerful as the love of the crucified and resurrected Savior, Messiah Jesus. Can anyone say hallelujah, hallelujah? So we need to, we need to be prepared to suffer for the gospel. We need to not be ashamed of the gospel of Messiah Yeshua. We need to remember that we have a calling. We have a gospel calling and identity and work that we're to be doing, taking us to that day when we stand before the Lord. May we who are together in this program today, may we hear, well done, thy good and faithful servant on that day. Amen. So we're getting ready to do this. We're getting ready to leave this segment of the program, this teaching segment, and go to a very important break, okay? Uh, and, and when we come back, we're going to continue to look at 2 Timothy. So, so let's finish this program together strong. Remember, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. And without faith, it's impossible to please Him. For those who come to our Father in Heaven in Messiah Jesus by the Holy Spirit must believe that He is. And He's what? He's a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. So let's have our faith growing today in the Word and let's watch therefore. It's my prayer that you're enjoying the program today. And I'd like to take a moment to share with you how important this opportunity is that we share with the Watch Therefore message. Our Messiah Jesus, He told us to go and make disciples, disciples of Jesus Christ. The Watch Therefore message is so powerful. Just like the faithful servant is watching for the Master to come and doing what the Master commanded, and He, in that parable and in other parables, is told, He will hear, Well done, thy good and faithful servant, when the Master, Jesus, returns. This message challenges the lost to get saved by Jesus now. Don't wait. Time is running out. It also challenges believers who might be a little lukewarm to shake out of that 
to repent and to be on fire for Jesus, seeking him with their whole heart. Now, listen, Messiah Jesus also said in Matthew chapter 6, Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Now, listen, I want to say that if if you haven't believed in Jesus as your Savior, please do not send any money into this program. It's our prayer that you would get saved today, that you would receive Jesus as Lord and simply enjoy the program. But for those of you who want to lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, we say this, I don't ask for money. My help comes from the Lord, maker of heaven and earth. This airtime is very expensive, yet we're across North America with this program and on a satellite that goes to 75% of the world. And as the Lord leads, if he raises you up to be one of our partners, we would ask you, hear from the Lord and do what he says. We have our ministries blessing Israeli believers that are an extension of the Watch Therefore program and media with blessing Israeli believers. We take the gospel and discipleship to Israel and just like Romans 1:16 says to the Jew first and then to the Gentile or to the nations. We also have our ministry poured out for the nations where we have our gospel and disciple and orphan outreach in Africa and other places as well. We have a special program to 364 orphans and vulnerable children on a refugee camp in Uganda, the Send It Ahead program. Exciting, exciting, exciting kingdom initiatives where we're advancing the kingdom of Messiah Yeshua with the gospel, with discipleship, with outreach to orphans here in Israel and in the nations. Now, I encourage all of our viewers today, go to our website, Sign up for our monthly newsletters for Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nations because then you'll receive our updates where you can have prayer points. We need prayer partners. We need the Lord to raise up for us prayer partners and also financial partners. So with our monthly newsletter, you can get involved. You can stay engaged. We do encourage you that you go to our website and look at all the many exciting things we're doing. We're very busy working by grace through faith, like the faithful servant who's doing what the master commanded and watching for him to come. Watch, therefore, and be ready. That's the message. Now, we're getting ready to go back to the program. I encourage you all, have your Bibles open, your hearts ready to receive, and that when this program is over, even more than ever, you'll watch, therefore, and be ready. Welcome back to Watch Therefore. We're continuing in the book of 2 Timothy, the New Testament letter Paul writes to his spiritual son in the faith, Timothy. And verse 1, right off the bat, packs quite a punch. Listen to this. You therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus, Messiah Yeshua. Wow, Look, there's something really to understand here. Grace is God's work. But Timothy is told to be strong in grace. I'll tell you what I mean. There's some definitions of grace that that we hear a lot, uh, but grace is very deep as well. There was one uh, great Bible teacher 
who did his PhD doctoral studies uh, and, and thesis on grace. And he said at the end of three years, he did receive his PhD, but that he was more confused about grace at the end than he was at the beginning. It's because it's so deep. At the same time, there are things about it that we can get a hold of and apply right now and be very thankful for in the Lord. Uh, one of those uh, definitions of grace that saves us is that grace is God's goodness that none of us deserve. The Bible says the goodness of God draws men to repentance, that we can receive Jesus as Lord and be saved. So there's saving grace, there's teaching, there's sanctifying grace. Okay. Another great definition of grace I heard in that regard is this. Grace is the work of God the Father and man the sinner to change him into the image of God the Father's dear Son. Grace is the work of God the Father and man the sinner to change him into the image of his dear Son. Right? And so this ongoing work of grace in our hearts, that's the work of God. But he tells Timothy to be strong in the grace of the Lord, right? To be strong in the grace that is found in Christ Jesus. So what does this mean? Here are some insights that have helped me tremendously that I pray bless you and help you watch therefore and be ready. We need to cooperate with grace. That's our job. That's our work. Yeah? Uh, there's a place in, in Philippians where Paul says, uh, uh, to work out our salvation in fear and trembling. Is he saying that somehow we can do enough good works to be saved? Absolutely not, right? It's by grace that we're saved through faith uh, and not that of ourselves. It is a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. But he goes on to say in Ephesians 2.10, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. That's our responsibility to walk in these works and to do the work cooperating with grace. So another way to say it is this. We need to position ourselves for grace. We need to cooperate with the Lord. Think of this. There's an old, there's an old Southern Gospel song that says, uh, I, I want to be under the spout where the glory comes out, right? If I put a bucket under a spigot and I turn it on, the bucket fills up with water. But what if I turn on the spigot and I set the bucket next to it? The, the water's coming out, but it's not filling up the bucket. Why? It's not positioned to receive the water. We need to position our lives for grace. We need to position our lives for grace. We need to position ourselves to receive the goodness of the Lord that we might be strong in His grace. We need to work out our own salvation in fear and trembling, right? And, and, and so there's the balance. There's the Lord's work that none of us can do, but there's also the work that we're to do that He will not do for us. He expects us to do. So He says, be strong and that is in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. How do we do that? Well, we're talking about that. That's, that's what he's telling Timothy before what I just said that I, that I talked about in the first segment. And as this continues, he says, And the things that you have heard from me among many witnesses, commit these to faithful men who will be able to teach others. He says, Timothy, be strong that is in the grace that is in Christ Jesus so that you can then dispense that grace, hand that grace out to others. You can be a vessel of grace, right? fit for the master's service, and make other teachers and leaders. I believe he's, he's grooming, he's talking to Timothy about being a leader in the body of Messiah. 
and he wants Timothy to raise up others who are leaders in the body of Messiah. And you say, well, that's not for me then because I'm not a leader in the church. No, no, no. There's an application for everyone. In Titus, he tells older women to teach the younger women, right? All through the word, we're, we're to see, we, we, we see that we are to be a discipler and a disciple. We are to, uh, now Paul is an apostle. He's very special. And I'm not saying there's ever going to be another apostle Paul. What I am saying is we are to be a Paul to someone and a Timothy to someone. We are to have people who we trust that are reliable in the word of God to teach us the word of God. And we are also to be those who are teaching others the word of God and raising up disciples. Amen? Right. And, and, and these need to be faithful. Listen, I want to say this also. There are times where the devil will send people, his people, they have uh, Jesus clothes on and Jesus words that they talk about, but they're not really Jesus people. And, and you want to disciple them and they'll waste your time and they'll take your time and they'll take a lot of heart energy, right? They're drainers. They're drainers. But what we need to do is find those who really want to go on with the Lord, who are faithful in the Lord and raise them up to be disciples. Also, don't be a drainer. Don't, don't be someone else's drainer. Right? Be faithful in the Lord and, and be a real disciple of Messiah Jesus. So what he's going to do here, what Paul's going to do, he's going to give us three real practical analogies to show us how to be strong in the grace that is in Messiah Yeshua. Uh, verse 3, he says, there, You therefore must endure hardship as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. Verse 4, No one engaged in warfare entangles himself with the affairs of this life that he may please him who enlisted him as a soldier. Here's the soldier analogy. And so, so he says you've got to endure hardship as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. What's he saying? This is no cakewalk. This is not easy. You know, I, 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 I hear a lot of what goes on in the modern Christian church environment, and it's just, it's a lie. What do I mean? Well, they say, okay, uh, if you haven't believed in Jesus, all you have to do is this. All you have to do is this, is, is, is uh, say this prayer and you'll be saved. No, but the, the Lord says you need to count the cost. When I share the gospel, most often I say this. You need to repent of your sins. You need to turn away from your sins. Following Jesus is hard. Following Jesus is not easy. It's hard. You need to turn away from your sins. You need to put your faith in Messiah Jesus. You need to be prepared to live a life of great challenges and suffering and difficulties because no servant is greater than his master, right? You've you got to be a good soldier. Now, do you have to know everything and do all these things to be saved? No. No, you don't. But at least in your heart and your mind, you have to be turning away from your old life and your sins to a point where you want to be saved and forgiven. Listen, I can't, I cannot, right now I'm at the Sea of Galilee and Jerusalem is down that way. I can't say, I'm going to Jerusalem today. Oh, really? When? When are you leaving the Galilee? Oh, I'm not leaving the Galilee. I thought you were going to Jerusalem. Oh, I am but I'm not leaving the Galilee. So it is with our sins. We have to, in our hearts, begin to turn away from them and turn to Jesus to come to him and be saved. Then by grace, he cleans us up and he teaches us how to endure as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. But we have to do the enduring. We have to do our part. And it's hard work to follow Jesus the Lord. We're not saved by that hard work. There's no hard work we can do that is enough to save us from our sins. That's why Jesus had to die on the cross. But he says this. He says we've got to be good soldiers. He says that we can't be in, entangled with the affairs of this life. Listen, when someone becomes a soldier, uh, they become the ownership, If let's say it's the American military. If someone signs up for the army, they become property of the U.S. Army. 
and they are separated from their old life. How much more so? For Yahweh Adonai Sabaot, the Lord of the armies of heaven. Right? No, when you signed up to get saved by Jesus, you signed up for the Lord's army uh, for the heavenly ho- with the heavenly hosts. And your old life is over. It's very foreign today for many believers in Jesus. Uh, but the reality is there are believers and then there are make-believers. Believers. Believers are not entangled in the things of this life. At least if they are, let's say it this way, they're not comfortable that way. They know something's wrong. The Lord's chasing. The Lord's doing work. Listen, come out of being entangled in the things of this life because authentic disciples of Messiah Jesus are like good soldiers. They're not MIA, missing in action, POW, prisoners of war, right? AWOL, absent without leave. And if that's you, cry out to the Lord today to deliver you and to bring you out and into the place of being a good soldier in Christ Jesus. He goes on to say uh, things about uh, the uh, farmer and also uh, the uh, athlete, which I'm going to talk about in the next show. I'm going to talk about that in the next show. So I want to say this, as our time is winding down here, if you're not yet saved by Messiah Jesus, you've sinned against him, you've broken his laws, we've lied, we've all lied, cursed God's name, stolen, and much more, and, and hell's a real place, and, and, and God doesn't want you to go there. And he loves you so much that he sent his only begotten son to live a sinless life, that the nails that, that went through his hands and feet and his blood that spilled was an innocent man, innocent man dying for your sins and my sins. Hallelujah. Why would I say hallelujah? Because he didn't stay in the grave. On the third day, he rose from the grave and he offers us the opportunity to turn away from our sins, put our faith in what he has done for us alone to be saved, to be forgiven for our sins, declared righteous because of Jesus' righteousness that covers us and becomes our identity. We become a new creation in him, the Bible says. Cry out to him, oh Jesus, save me, I'm a sinner. I want to turn away from my sins. I want to follow you. I want to be forgiven today. If you'll do that, he'll put his spirit in you and change your identity today. Believer in Jesus, our time is out for this program. New follower of Jesus, our time is out in this program. Watch therefore and be ready. King Jesus is coming soon. Thank you for joining us for our program today. Our program is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveschwartz 62 at yahoo.com. That's D-O-V-S-C-H-W-A-R-Z 62 at yahoo.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website, watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website, watchtherefore.tv. We are on social media since it is an amazing tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. Feel free to also find us there at Watch Therefore TV. Until next time, we're watching for King Jesus to return. Watch Therefore and be ready.